And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Wednesday, July 12th. We will be getting a consumer price index report out this morning. So let's see if there is continued progress on the inflationary front. We did find out in the last report that inflation, the overall headline rate had dropped to 4% annually. That was a nice move from the prior month. And we're hoping for that continued progress. I really want to see that inflation rate start with a three, not a four. Remember, before the pandemic... Inflation was running at around 2% annually, so we still have a ways to go. But if we see more progress on this report, maybe, just maybe, the Fed does nothing at the July meeting. We'll have to see. Anyway, I'll let you know about that and what the results are of the CPI if there's anything wacky that comes out there. Meanwhile, in your real life, how about what you're doing about your finances? How about what you are thinking about as you are contemplating some aspect of your life that touches your money? We would love to help. Both Mark and I are certified financial planners, and that means that we like to take this holistic approach when we talk about your money and your life. And so when you come on the air, we ask you a ton of very nosy questions. If you want to change your name, that's fine. I encourage that. It's really, it's like you can find yourself a nice doppelganger. It's great. Today, we're joined by Mary, who's on the line from Virginia. Hello, Mary. How are you? Hello, Jill. Hello, Mark. It's great to be here. Oh, awesome. What brings you to us? My husband told me, or we had this discussion recently, that he wanted to 
quit the industry. So oh, I don't like quitting. Um, how old? Wait a second. How old is he? He just turned forty-seven a few days ago. Oh, and he drops this bomb. What is that? Was it surprising to you? Did you know that he was unhappy doing what he does? I know he he has been very unhappy for for a while. That's why when we when we talked about it a few years ago, we had this plan to uh, pay off everything that we owe, especially the house. So it's it's we have two mortgages. So we plan to pay both mortgages before he retires. Hold on a second. Before you do that, take a breath. How much does he earn right now? It actually varies because he's in the home health care field. He averages around uh, 175, but last year he made around 230. $175,000? Oh my God, that's a lot. He put in a lot of hours in. It's not not your typical um, eight-hour job. I see him leaving the house uh, around 7 a.m. to hit Mm -hmm. his first home, and then he doesn't come back until 7 um, after, and then he still has to do all his paperwork afterwards. So. Oh, it's very draining also. It's draining work. I get it. Okay. let's. Uh, and, and do you work as well, Mary? I do. I work in, with the state. How much do you earn? I earn about close to 86, 87. Okay. And how old are you, Mary? I am 30. I'm turning 39 in a few months. Oh, youngin. Do you guys have kids? We do. Uh, one is 11 and mm-hmm. one just turned seven. Okay. Very good. All right. Now, I'm going to get to the house in a second. I want to understand from from the current situation, is your husband employed by a service where he has a retirement plan or is he a, is he a sole proprietor? Um, he works with a, I guess it's a huge company. And they do have a retirement plan. Does he contribute to that retirement plan? He does. He maxed, he maxes out his retirement plan every year since five years ago. I think uh-huh. that's, that's where we decided to put everything that we have uh, towards retirement. So. Mm-hmm. How much money is in his retirement plan? In his retirement plan, um, if I'm not mistaken, so he works in two companies basically. So it's mm-hmm. the so first one. He has about 37,000 and on the second company he has about close to 250. Okay. And these two employers neither he would be entitled to a pension, right? Neither. No. Okay. All right. Now tell us about you. For myself, I have a 457. Mhm. Um and that is Close to three hundred twenty thousand. I am entitled to a pension, but it Yay. won't be able oh, to uh, use it until well, until I reach thirty years in service. Okay, and how? What age you would you be at that point? Fifty-seven. Okay, pension at fifty-seven. How much would it be, Mary? From how I understood, it is forty percent of my highest three ten years or something like right. that. Okay. I got it. Uh, it would be close to 40 grand. Okay. That's great. 
That's awesome. Okay. So do you think you can make it to 57 at this job? Uh, for me, I think so. I really okay. like the, the place where I work. Um, my, my team is just outstanding. Oh, that's great to hear. That's awesome. So, all right, that's good. Let's put this aside for a second. So now we have his two plans, 200 and almost $90,000, 320 grand that you have in a 457, you'll have a pension. Do you have any other money that you have invested? Well, we also have a Roth IRA. Mm, tell me about that. It's not very much. It's a, his is close to uh, 15 grand. Mm-hmm. And mine, it's around 27 grand. Okay. And then Great. we also have a taxable uh, brokerage account. Brokerage, that's yep. right. And then that is close to 38 grand. And what about just safe money, bank, uh, I-bonds, CDs, anything like that? Uh, we do have total cash of 14000 You say We're, we're going to get to the house in a second. Do you have anything other, any other debt besides housing-related debt? Do you have credit card debt, car loans, anything like that? No, it's just the two houses that we have, one primary and the rental property. Okay, let's do your primary residence first. How much is it worth? Uh, it's worth around uh, close to half a million. Uh-huh. And what is the outstanding mortgage balance? The outstanding mortgage is close to 195. And what is the interest rate on that mortgage? 2.5. And it's a 30-year? It's 15 years. Now, the rental. How much is the rental worth? Uh, the rental is close to 357. Mm-hmm. And then I think we have 86000 left. What's the interest rate on that, the rental? That's 3.5. How is the rental doing? Is it a pain in the neck? Do you like it? Is it, is it generating a lot of cash flow? What, how is it performing as an asset? For me, it's quite all right. But there was a point where in, I, uh, we started doing some maintenance on, on the property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was advertised to us a long time ago. We were told that real estate is really good. It's that passive income, but that, that's now we, re, we just realized that it's not really that passive. So yeah, exactly. That is so true that what you say, it's like people don't get that. So how much income does it generate right now? When it's rented, what is the monthly income that is generating? Just by looking at the the annual tax fault last year, it was twenty one thousand. Okay, but that's the twenty one thousand after depreciation and all that stuff, right? Or or is that real cash in? That's real cash in. Okay, got it. The kids. Do we have any um, plans to save for education for them, or is that sort of backseat to retirement? We actually started uh, putting a lot of money in on their. In their five two nines. Mm-hmm. How much do you have? We have about twenty five thousand for both kids. Great. All right. So just make sure I got everything down here. We got um, your husband is working his tail off. Yeah. Uh, you you are happy state employee doing well and putting money away. You got the two kids. You got the education. You got these two homes. Would you be willing or interested in selling that rental property or not? That's one of the uh, things that we've discussed uh, recently that he's thinking about selling it as soon as the contract expires, which is next year. Because it's like a pain in the neck. It's not that much money and you want the equity. Correct. I got it. Good. I'm all in on that. I really am. 
now let's say that he does get out of home health care. Is he thinking that he can do something else with himself and his skills? And, you know, could he earn some money somewhere? I think so, because I know that he's not a homebody. He wants to do something. Uh, How much do you think we could count on him earning? That's a good question. We really never discussed about it. Maybe 50, 75 grand. I wrote down 75 because it's a nice round number. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, if you look at everything that you've got, you guys have accumulated quite a bit, Mary. If you look at what you have to spend, your expenses, do you have any idea what your real expenses are? Forget about the rental for a second, but like the mortgage, you know, you've got two kids who need stuff, you're living your life. What do you think you need on a monthly basis for income? Uh, we're looking at hmm, 10, 11 grand. Okay. 10, 11 grand a month. As you approach this situation, tell me what you want to really understand. Do you want to understand whether or not he can like not have a nervous breakdown and change his career? Is that what your your basic question is? Yes, because I I, I know that he, I think he's just um, tired. He's fried, dude. He's fried. He is just absolutely, he's done. I mean, and and it's okay. That's okay. Because we don't like to have people work till they are, you know, just killing themselves. So that's not fun. Can he do that job on a lesser basis, cut back the amount of people he sees every day and just do it part time? That's one of the things that we were discussing that he, he, I I told him that which one is the lesser evil, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's scary. It is scary to change. Here's what I think. If he's willing to do anything, either cut back, let's say he works half as much, right? Even, even, you know, he works even more than that, less than that rather. But if he can generate $75,000 a year doing that or something else, you keep working as is. Mark, do you think that if they do that for, you know, 20 more years, that there is a chance that they can generate this income need of ten or $11,000 a month. Do you feel comfortable with that, Mark? Uh, yeah. I mean, she's 39. She wants to keep working. She's going to keep accumulating. She's going to have the pension. Uh, there's the rental property. Well, whatever they're going to do with that, I don't know. I want to sell that sucker. Goodbye. <laughs> here's, here's what I think. I think you can do this. I really do. I think that your compulsion to pay off your mortgage is misguided. I really do. Here's what I'm going to suggest. I think that number one, if he's willing to work and earn $75,000 a year and you make $87,000 a year, he doesn't even have to put a lot of money into retirement, but you guys need to sell that rental property and that has to go into the brokerage account and you have to stop paying your primary mortgage down. You should just let that run its course. It's fine. You're going to need your cash flow. It's only like nine years left. Yeah. I mean, it's like this is going to just be done anyway. And then you have that freed up cash flow that you're using to pay down your primary mortgage or paying down the stupid rental property. You know, you could take the, let's say you clear 250 grand from selling the rental. You can put a bunch of money in each of those 529 accounts and you can have college pretty much taken care of at least for a while. You know, like you can just really be smart about this and your retirement will continue to accumulate and let's see how it goes. And in nine years, the mortgage is going to be gone. The 11 year old is basically, you know, in college, you know, you're going to have a lot more information. I just think 
I don't like the idea of somebody working in a and working so many hours that he is like when he is actually saying he's unhappy, that's not just unhappy. That's like I am I'm dying inside. And I don't like that. And you guys, because of your pension, could be really, really set because you'll have your pension. Will you be entitled to Social Security or not? Oh, yes, we both are. So you'll have two Social Security checks. You'll have your pension. You'll have a lot of income and it will be cost of living adjusted. And you'll also have your savings on top of that. But I think to make this transition, you'll want the liquid, the liquidity of the sale of the rental property. That's what I think you're going to need. Do you feel like he's going to be able to hear that? I think so. I think so. That he's, um, I know that we, uh, we were focused on paying both mortgages, but because of this transition, I think the, no. that is a better route. <laughs> yeah. Think about this. When you are in a transition, I write about this in my book, that when you're in transition and you're resetting, access to liquid money is the key element, the key element. And you really need to focus on that. Having this emotional, oh, I got my mortgage paid off. You don't have the money anymore. Now you're forced to either sell the property or hang with it. And and by the way, when you have any sort of mortgage debt and it's this cheap, you really should not be paying it off. It's not the, like when you have a look, if you look at a huge real estate company, they always have debt. Why? Because it's a smarter way to leverage a home or leverage a building. You have borrowed money enhances your return. So let's have that same principle in your financial life, in your personal financial life, which is access to money. And if I am, and anyone else out there listening, if you have rental property, you should have a mortgage because it's actually going to help enhance the rate of return on that property. So um, I have to ask you this, uh, life insurance on both of you? Yes, we do. Ours are close to a million each. Great. And it's term life? It's term life insurance. Great. And what about your estate planning? Do you have a will? Do you have a power of attorney? Do you have that stuff done? Yes, we do. Uh, we All do right. need to have it uh, updated just because of those that we placed in our our will and our POAs, they moved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, that's a big downside. You got to make sure you don't have transients. No, that, so you should update those. But you're in great shape. Tell your husband to take a deep breath. He's got some decisions to make. Maybe he starts quickly, like making a shift just now, like just work fewer hours, man. Maybe he'd like it more if he could work fewer hours. You know, I talk a lot to frontline workers during the pandemic, and many of them said that like once they took a little bit of time off and they went back to a lot of nurses, many doctors, what they said was, as long as I didn't work too much, I reminded myself I liked my job. Maybe he hates it. I don't know. But working less is certainly the first step to to figuring out what it is that's really driving this this discomfort and this unhappiness. Right, right. All right. Well, thank you so much. That is very, very helpful. And I really am very appreciative that you- Oh, we are delighted. So we hope that everyone out there who's working and toiling so hard, here's this story because you don't have to keep doing this just because you've been doing it. So if you need a reset, all you should do is go to the website, jillonmoney.com. First of all, you're going to buy the book, The Great Money Reset. But second of all, hit that contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air so we can help you determine 
what the options are that are available to you. All right. It's very easy to do. So jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Hey, while you are listening to this and you are enjoying it, don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.